Malcolm Forbes once said that failure is success if we learn from it. Tune in twice each month to The Shelley Show as co-host marketers Shelley Iverson and Nate Ebert interview successful business owners who share their failing forward marketing strategies and learn how to master digital marketing, Google Ads, and SEO. Let's go to work. Hello, this is Shelly. And this is Nate. And together we are The Shelly Show. And as always, we are brought to you by Shelly Social Media, here for all of your digital marketing needs. And today we are here with Chris Cooley. So go ahead and introduce yourself and your business, Chris. Hi there, my name is Chris. I run CJ Cooley Photography. Um, it's more of a, a love of the outdoors and my hobby of photography that kind of brought me into beginning this business and I've been building my portfolio now in the digital age for about the last 10 years oh, but nice. I have been a photographer ever since I was 10 in the late 70s. Oh wow so you've got a lot of experience but just kind of a you know I mean I guess you know a decade-long business I'd say is pretty good <laughs> uh, but you know what what really kind of spurred you on to start that? I mean, you mentioned, you know, wildlife and just photography in general, but was that kind of the, you know, the spark for you to start the business? Well, the love of the outdoors and surroundings, that definitely helped. And I am avid outdoorsman, camping, boating, enjoying all we have around us here in Wisconsin and wherever I go, actually. Mm -hmm. But I grew up in a family that was heavily rooted in photography. My great-grandparents owned one of the older photography studios in Madison in the 50s and 60s, right near oh, nice. Camp Randall, Lions Photography. And and they grew up showing my grandparents and my parent, my mom, how to develop their own film. And he taught them all about cameras and how to work on them. Um, in fact, my great grandpa holds the patent for some of the very first processing equipment that's used nowadays for developing prints. Uh, the automated the wow. machine version. That's um, awesome. So kind of like a photography legacy, I guess. <laughs> like you were kind of, <laughs> you know, grandfathered in almost literally. <laughs> and the film, the film age was great. I mean, I really enjoyed it. And I wasn't as into the developing end of it as say my mom was. She'd worked in a dark room all of her young life. But mm -hmm. I actually enjoyed starting to capture images even when my parents we had kind of a homestead farm in the 70s okay and working on film you really had to think about what you were doing because there it wasn't as forgiving as our digital photography nowadays um when i came back into this it was actually almost unbelievable the ability you had to take so many different perspectives and experiment mm -hmm. with settings and I would take such large quantities of photos, it opened up a whole new world to me. Yeah. And especially aerial photography, because I started building drones even before the DJI drones became so popular. And it really took off. In my line of work, I was using drones at both work and at play and for aerial survey. And the cameras just actually became a benefit, a bonus. 
everything looks better from above. That perspective really changes everything you see. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so I'm kind of curious. Oh, go, yeah, go for it. I know <laughs> you're curious, but I wanted to say something there. Um, so you would, um, that must be, that would have been quite a change going from, you know, having to develop your film to, you know, the digital age where you could just take endless amounts of photography and then play with that photography. That must have been just an incredible change for you. It opened up a lot of possibilities and now I am able to actually real time see the changes that settings are making, especially when I'm doing um, like stay lunar photography or working at night, I'm changing exposure and shutter speeds and I can actually see the effect as I'm changing it, even before I snap the image. And that's the same with the drone. The drone's incredibly adjustable. I can adjust the settings just like I would a full body camera while I'm 400 feet above me capturing a whole different perspective. And it, it really, really opened up a lot of possibilities. And wow. everybody loves to see themselves from above. It's kind of a hot topic when people see it. They're instantly want to see what they look like. I have a lot of people come up to me as I'm flying and they can see the real time image that I'm seeing before I even capture it. Oh, that's awesome. So then, um, in, since you're kind of focused on landscaping, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I, photography always kind of just struck me as like, like what clientele are you serving taking a picture of a, like a big area? Like, is it just people that just kind of say, Hey, that's a neat picture. I want to buy it. Or is it a company saying, Hey, could you take a picture of our land? Like what clients are you serving? Well, it's actually a little bit of both. Um, okay. I, I do have a main day job. I've been working as a surveyor slash layout carpenter for J.H. Findorf for many years. Oh, okay. Um, it's about 22 years now. And a lot of my subjects have been in some of my work areas, and I've had some of their clients, such as Epic, um, some of the major school jobs. They've been interested in my images of their, their projects and um, different views of their job, either aerial or ground-based, even during the progression of a building or a project. Um, okay. I've actually had banks, Summit Credit Union, I've done some of their branches, and they love the pictures even during the construction of the skeleton of their building in different settings, sunset or sunrise, different shadows and perspectives for their lobbies. Um, so it, it, it's a little bit of advertising. They like it a little bit for their, their, um, their new, new projects. They like to decorate kind of gives people an idea of what it looked like in progress. I like to say that I can take an urban atmosphere, even downtown and change it and kind of expose people to the beauty that they don't realize is there. It doesn't necessarily have to be out in the woods or on, on a lake or a river. I can show them how I can portray the, the beauty that's all around them. Even when they see city streets, I see shadows, I see shapes, um, you know, mm -hmm. lots of contrast that can be set off by the green of the seasons or the colors or the, the different sky. And that's that's how I approach it too, and I the interest comes at usually by word of mouth. Um, Shelly's helping me work on that, 
I'm exposing <laughs> myself better. Um, oh, my website, um, new website's launching with a lot of examples of my work and future um, paper image ideas that we have to apply to it. Because the industry's changing a lot too, Nate. Now, um, digital downloads are as big or more popular even than prints. Wow. Okay. People are very fond of the idea of being able to buy a, their own digital media and be able to apply it to whatever um, material they want to display, like canvases or metals, mm -hmm. or just lot larger poster-sized prints of my work. Yeah, yeah we, we did build the website. It, it is live. It's called cjcooleyphotography.com. Um, we did build it for Shelly Social Media. Um, and it is a, this particular um, uh, website is new. He had an older website, but we revamped it for him. And um, like he's talking about, that digital download, that's a big deal in the website industry. At least that's what we're seeing at Shelley's. And um, that will soon be available on the website as well. So I had to put that plug in there for him, of course. Right, Nate? <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, fantastic. And we'll, and we'll be sure to put that on our Facebook posting when this episode is published too. So, you know, Chris, we'll take care of that for you. <laughs> um, well, you know, it's obviously you've got a wealth of knowledge in, on this particular subject. I mean, you've worked in it for 10 years, you have family history with it. So I'm, I'm kind of trying to rack my brain about something that like you would you know, might have failed at. So like, help me out here. What, what do you think you would consider one of your greatest failures that kind of helped you learn and grow within this industry? Um, really the biggest thing that's kind of struck me and it's affected me in the past is protecting the integrity of my work. Gotcha. Um, okay. it's, I do share a lot and a lot of the time, really all I expect in the sharing like on Facebook or Instagram or even on my site, is I, you know, if people want to borrow it, I don't usually mind, and they're using a not my full resolution unless they ask mm -hmm. for it. And word of mouth, I appreciate uh, um, name credit for the photos. I like to get photo credit if somebody uses it. Sometimes I've allowed people to use it on sites. But when I was very trusting and first started out, some of my full resolution images got out on the web. Mm -hmm. and actually were circulated enough. In fact, one or two of them were on Pinterest for a while. Oh, no. And when I posted on Facebook, you know, here's my image and, you know, where I took it, I'd had a person come back at me, not too friendly, opposing, accusing me of plagiarism, taking credit for somebody else's photo. And ironically, it was my own photo that they were <laughs> accusing me this of. <laughs> But they had no idea. Somebody else had been taking credit for my work. I did not know. I didn't have a watermark. Watermarks are important, either visible or hidden. Um, you know, just a script or your logo hidden into the picture. I don't like the ones that cover the image like um, some of the major sites do. But just so your name is there and proof, I have all the raw images of my, my originals. But... I think that goes across the board in any line of work to make sure that others aren't taking credit for your work and that you're at least getting mentioned because it, you can be a little too trusting sometimes with social media and you get out there a little bit too much. 
Yeah. And, you- and I think that that's, that's so unfortunate. Cause like taking photographs and like, like you said, you're openly sharing them. Like, obviously if somebody wants to buy them, they can, but you know, for someone to take advantage of that and then to turn around and accuse you like that, that had to be a bit of a shock. Yeah. It was kind of like a, a little brotherhood of trolls that temporarily came after me and they were pretty nasty. They were approaching me on personal and business level. Oh man. And they were kind of following me around wherever I tried to share. Cause I belong to a lot of photography groups in Wisconsin. Yeah. I'm also an avid boater. They were approaching me from different levels, even some of my jet ski enthusiast groups for a little bit there, and we kind of shut them down. They had to be blocked and kind of segregated, and they cooled off and finally let it alone. But it was it was it was a bad experience, and it was ironic because what they're trying to accuse me of is actually plagiarizing my own work my own photo that came came around and i have a lot that's the problem Nate. a lot of my work Mm -hmm. is over decades and sometimes those photos are out there and i don't mention them or use them for quite a while and i bring them out of the archives and post them you know it keeps things fresh and i have a lot of throwback photos that i'll show of the past and that one got forgot for a long time when i brought it out of the closet it had been used by others Man. Yeah, protect your integrity of your work. That's, I guess, what to take away from that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, to every new, you know, person getting into photography, watermarks, <laughs> watermarks, yes. watermarks, watermarks. I know, um, obviously, kind of relevant that a lot of YouTubers are going through very similar claims where they'll have one little thing of music that they made. And you, somebody will just say, oh, hey, YouTube, they stole my music. And they'll just shut them down and demonetize them. So like it and there's no real recourse there. So it's at least in this, it seems like, you know, actually, I'm curious, do you have any legal recourse? Like if somebody t- like takes credit for your photo, like what what what's the steps that you can take there? Well, it, it is it's a royalty based. It's really hard with photography. Mm-hmm. Um, usually it depends on how much the image has been used. If it was commercially used and say large scale ads that had a lot of reach, yeah. you would definitely probably have a good reason to ask either for compensation first and then lower court if the person did not want to legally obtain your work. Yeah. Um, it's hard. You have to have the originals, which I do. I'm really good at that now. I can kind of fanatic about keeping many different copies of my work because I've lost originals in the past. Mm -hmm. And that's the worst thing to happen to a photographer when your shadows of the pro, like the pictures I share on Facebook are just shadows of my originals. The resolution's not there. When I lose the originals, then I have an unprintable version that fun to show to people. Yeah. But it's just not, not the original work. And that's what I can use to prove because that has the date. The My original copies have the date, the camera or the drone I shot it with, the settings of that day and actual location because everything I shoot now is geotagged. Okay. So I have more ways to protect myself and prove myself if it ever came to that. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, well, yeah, Shelly, did you have anything at the end here? 
Um, ironically, I really don't have a whole lot to say about this, Nate. I think you guys have covered it. So um, I just want to thank Chris for coming and being on the show for sure. Um, yeah. CJ Curly Photography, I know his work. Um, I've seen it um, on NBC 15. I've seen it, uh, you know, on Channel 27. Channel 27. Well, there we go. Um, yeah. So I've, you know, I've seen it, of course, on, on Facebook, Instagram, um, you know, and, and it's, it, it's, it's great. It, it's really, really a lot of talent. So I just wanted to, you know, do, say that. Well, excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you, Shelly. So, um, you know, Chris, uh, kind of toward the end, we like giving our guests a, a bit of time to really, if there's anything they've learned, whether it's industry specific or, you know, just kind of in general, is there anything that you'd really like to pass on to up and coming, up and coming entrepreneurs that are really, you know, maybe even looking to get into photography? Is there any advice you'd give? I guess the largest thing that I could share is that Definitely build your portfolio, diversify as much as you can. Mm -hmm. And then if you have the ability, definitely enlist the help of somebody that can coach you through the best ways to expose yourself through social media and the web, because that's the hardest thing. It's fun to shoot pictures. It's actually really hard to market yourself. And yeah. a lot of us photographers really don't like to stop much for, for uh, taking time to get the word out. And that's something <laughs> that we actually have to split our time equally. Otherwise, we can have some awesome work and people just don't know about it. Word of mouth can only do so much. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's something that I'm continually working on, Nate. That's a... Uh, that's, uh, ever learning experience and I'm trying to find better ways and improve that. Well, hey, you're working with us. So it seems like you're taking those steps. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, got your website now and everything. So, well, Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure talking with you. I, I really love that, um, you know, ending message. I think it can't be spoken enough that for so many businesses, their strength is working the bit, the business work. It's not the marketing, it's not the books or accounting or the taxes, it's just the work itself. And I think that, you know, reaching out, finding assistance and help, whether it's hiring, whether it's contracting can only really seek to improve your business. So thank you so much for sharing that message. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Chris. Oh, oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely.